Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. One Bills Live, presented by Kaleida Health. Welcome into One Bills Live on this rainy, rainy, ugly Thursday afternoon. Not Thursday, Wednesday. This week, the last two weeks have just sent us all through a loop. Maddie Glab here alongside Steve Tasker. As quick fist bump. Good to have you in on board today, Maddie. Good to be here. Girl. Good yeah. to be here. Uh, yeah. Chris Brown is traveling to... New England to he's Foxborough. The, he's on the charter flight with the team, traveling style. Yeah, so I'm sitting in, sitting a center in his chair, seat. Center seat between, let me just, <laughs> sitting with, between Jimmy Acton and who else? Is he, is he with Jeff Matthews, yep, maybe? that sounds about right. Our content yeah. team as they travel to face the Patriots on Thursday night football. The last three weeks for us and this team have just been all over the place. Sunday was a Wednesday. <clears> Monday <throat> was a Thursday. Tuesday Tuesday was a fast Friday. Yeah. Wednesday today is a Saturday for this yeah. team. Game week Saturday. And anytime you ask me what day of the week it is, I have gotten it wrong, including the show open. I am all over the place. I am so ready to have a regular week <laughs> next week where we play one o'clock football on right. Sunday so we afternoon. Get, we're going to do the game Thursday. You and I are going to do Bills t- tonight, yeah. tomorrow night. After the game, post game, we'll be mm-hmm. post game my first time in a while because I of all know, the it's been a craziness. Couple weeks, and then and then Friday we'll do a two hour show post game and stuff. Then Monday will be a regular three hour three show hour and all show. that. And then we'll be back on back on schedule mm-hmm. for and the team will have the mini buy. Yep, headed into the jet. I would game. guess they'll have the weekend off. We'll see how it goes. We'll see if they get a victory Friday yeah, like they, they did last week. Yeah, if they go if they scorch these guys and, and and they don't, we got all these tweets on our topic today about what it's going to take, mm-hmm. but. If they do all the things that all the tweets are saying they should do, 
they'll probably get the weekend off and get a little chance to recharge. I, it has been. You got you felt this in your side of the building too. We're, we're, everything's all over the place. Oh, yeah, the schedule is an absolute. Everything's all over the place, mess. and this week just feels more tense because it's Patriots Week, and that's just always how it feels in this building is everybody is wrapped up, everybody is focused on the task at hand. Yes, the team says it's it's a one-week-at-a-time approach. Every game is the most important game. The next game that you're playing is the most important game, but the next three games for this team are so, 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 so important <laughs> in terms of division title hopes in terms of AFC seeding in terms of what their future in the playoffs could look like if it is going to be an easier road than others if it's going to be a tougher road than others um so buckle up because we're going to see the future of this team I think in in the next 3 weeks and oh, future yeah. I I mean the future of they, this season they could at the end of this 3 weeks come out as just what they went into this season being, the unadulterated favorite to go the distance and, and win the whole cake. Uh, and anything other than a 3-0, and you know, going 3-0 and and beating three teams that Bills fans, I think, believe they should beat. Uh, they'll be favored in all three games. Um, if they come out of this three-game stretch against their division opponents unblemished and go 3-2 and two into the division – the entire landscape of the conference Ooh. changes. Everything changes. Everything changes. And not that it's not that this team isn't going to be the same team where they go one and three, one and two, or two and one, or three and zero. Oh. They're still going to be the same team coming out of it. But the, but the perception about this team is going to be vastly different given just one or two losses over this next three games. Yeah, I, they've been in a tough stretch where they have faced some teams that have played really well against the Bills. The offense seemed like at times it, it hasn't been as productive as we know this offense to be. I think everybody is waiting for this offense, um, for even the defense in certain situations and scenarios and ways to, to wake up and be the team that we saw in the first six weeks of the season, the team that looked unstoppable, uh, the team that we were all convinced, I think, in like week one, week two, hey, Book your tickets to the Super Bowl. We are going. Um, the team needs to get back to that, and I really believe they can. And I think this would be the perfect wake-up game for this team, for this offense. They're going to get some guys back. They're going to get some guys um, who have been out with injury the last couple weeks uh, who look to be good to go for this game. We've got our injury report um, that was put out by the PR team uh, a couple hours ago. So our Bills practice updates are presented by LECOM, Lake Erie College of Osteopathic Medicine. And on so the designations and all that stuff, this is all thrown off because of the fact that we're playing on a Thursday this week. So we have some of the designations right now on Wednesday. Uh, Deion Dawkins has been ruled out for this game. So has Vaughn Miller. I don't think any of those are, are big exclamation points or we should be surprised by any of that because that's kind of what Sean McDermott uh, was saying from the beginning of this week. Uh, Deion Dawkins, I believe it was a, hey, we're going to see what Deion does this week and then we're going to declare his status later on they declare him out today for the game tomorrow against the Patriots we knew Von Miller was going to miss this game uh, we also heard from Von Miller 
On his Voncast uh, yesterday, he went into detail about his injury. We do have that soundbite uh, from Bleacher Report, so we're going to air that right now and, and talk a little bit about what Von Miller had to say. I did get hurt. Um, you know, the news is not the best of news, but it's definitely not the worst of news. Um, it's kind of like in the middle. Um, you know, I didn't tear my ACL. That was the, the huge, you know, part of it. Um, but, you know, I do have some uh, lateral meniscus damage, and it's, it's going to have to be addressed. But I, I do feel like I can, you know, play through that. So I'm just going to wait a little bit, wait a little bit, let the, let the swelling go down for about, you know, seven to ten days. And, you know, hopefully right before the Jets game, you know, I will be back. So he said not, not the worst news, not the best news. But yeah, I- he's injured. He's injured, but yeah. I'm, as a fan, the fan in me, I'm going, oh, he said he might be back for the Jets yeah, game? I don't, know. I don't know. He'll be ready to at least start practicing for the Jet game. <laughs> I don't know that he'll be back for the Jet game. Um, I don't know if you want to come back and jump right into a full game rotation after being out for that long, totally inactive like mm-hmm. he's going to be. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe he won't be completely inactive like that uh, right up until the Jet game, but if he does get a chance to practice for a couple of days, that's probably all he'll need. Uh, but, yeah, that's great news, knowing that he has full intentions of coming back and helping out and playing. Yeah, this is not at the a end season, of the season ender not, for him. And you would think, too, even if he misses the next two games, uh, the Miami game is certainly on the table for him to come back and play in. So that, that's, a, that's a huge boost. Uh, for the Bills and for his season too, you know you don't want to see him end a season like this. No, uh, where he's such a big part of what's going on, um, in a, in a way like that, and a with a with a knee injury like that. So, uh, and he's right. He probably it's probably one of those things, and I've it happens a lot where he says it's going to have to be addressed, which means you know he's got to get it scoped, yeah, or or perhaps it opened. Who knows? But his his knee's going to have to get fixed in the off season. Mm-hmm. Not major ligament replacement, little little trim, little you know, trim out, mm-hmm. dusting and cleaning. We used to call up. it, yeah, in your in your knee joint, <laughs> and and he'll be he'll be back at it, probably okay for OTAs and, mm-hmm. and mini camps and stuff like that. So good news for Vaughn in that regard. Although, you know, it's a bummer that he has to miss some time and it's yeah. going to go through all the the rehab and all that stuff. Plus, he's got to drag that knee around now for the rest of the season. Ugh, yeah, I think that's the the one thing that you think about with. It's great to hear that this is not a season ender for him, but as somebody who's in their 12th year in the NFL, I'm I'm saying I don't want you to risk yourself at all if you if you go out there. I want you to be okay going out there. I know there's some risk for every single NFL player in every single snap they play in their career because it's just the sport that it is. Um, but I know he's getting the advice from from our doctors from other doctors from our medical staff the advice that he he needs to have to be able to feel 100 percent confident in his decision uh to play whenever that's going to be but i'm hoping okay you've played 12 years in the nfl i hope nothing else happens on top of this injury that you already have when you're going out there not 100 percent, which we hear josh allen say all the time at this time in the season Nobody is playing 100% in the NFL. Um, 
other injury designations, other other news and notes uh, with who is in, who may be out. Uh, questionable is Quentin Morris, tight end for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, he was out with an illness. We had several players, again, who were out this week who missed um, a practice or two with an illness. It's going around. Steve, you and I have got the sniffles right now. It oh seems like- I'm on the mend, man. <laughs> I was out for the entire weekend plus Monday, and oh, I'm it seems feeling- like everybody has something. Nobody's feeling it's, 100%. It has, yeah, well, you know, everybody knows I got a, this huge family. It has the entire <laughs> roster has just gone down. The whole roster is as it looked like the Bills roster. Uh, with the amount of names on my family's sick list. So it's, yeah, it's going around. What are you going to do? Um, I think something positive, though, on the injury report is Tremaine Edmonds was a full participant all week in practices. He's missed a couple of games. I think we've seen watching these games how much the Bills miss Tremaine Edmonds when he is not on the field. Um, another player who who we have missed, Mitch Morse, a full participant this week, was out with that elbow and ankle injury. Another player, Greg Rousseau, had that ankle injury. He missed a couple games, full participant all week. So you're starting to get some guys back. And I know Epinesa, we, yeah. AJ Epinesa as well, he was a full participant another ankle injury, and it seemed like, I don't know if it was three or four weeks ago, we started to get a little bit healthier, and then it seemed like guys were dropping like flies again. Um, It seems like right now this team is starting to get healthier. Uh, I know Von Miller and Deion Dawkins are not not a part of that equation. Josh Allen also a full participant all week with that right elbow injury. I think that's the first time we've seen that where he hasn't been limited uh, since that right elbow injury came about. So this is all good news for this team. They're starting to get some guys back. I think this is very important that they're starting to get healthier when they're going to be facing the Patriots this week, then the Jets, then the Dolphins, um, all AFC East teams that really, really important games, as we said um, in the open of this show. Glad the defense is getting a little bit healthier. Hopefully, Dion can rejoin this team next week against the Jets. Um, Hopefully, Von Miller isn't that far along or that that much behind Dion Dawkins in terms of when he comes back to the team. Um, But this Patriots team... (laughs) On defense, they're going to be a tough team to beat, a tough team to score on from their their front four, their front seven to their secondary. They have some some standout, standout players. Matt Judon leads the NFL in sacks this year uh, with 13 so far. The the rate that they pressure the quarterback um, is, a, is a top five rate. Uh, they're allowing around 18 points per game. They're a top 10 defense in terms of run defense, pass defense. They take the way they take away the ball at a high rate. They have 18 takeaways, good for fifth in the NFL. They're allowing a league low 58% completion percentage for opposing quarterbacks. This is not going to be easy for the Buffalo Bills offense. This is going to be tough sledding, um, which maybe that's what they need, right? Maybe they need a well, really tough defense to come to come not in 
in Highmark Stadium, but maybe they need to play against a tough defense to kind of wake up this offense because the Lions, while they have been playing better on defense as of late, they are still one of the worst defenses in the NFL. And at times, the Bills struggle to score points on them. They Their red zone percentage, I want to say, was so much better than it has been in the past. They're 75% in terms of red zone efficiency, which is a really good number. Um, right now in the season, it's around 53%, good for 19th in the NFL. NFL. Um, so maybe they need to face a good defense like like the Patriots to just wake them up and, and shock well, them back into their old yeah, ways of, I, of the beginning I, of the season. I just ta- I'd say, <laughs> I'd, I yeah I'd take uh, Sisters of the Poor defense you know before that. But yeah, the Patriots it's going to be a good game. I, I think the Patriots will rise up. They in a lot of ways they're a different team than they were last year um, during the last two games that the Bills met them when you know the the Bills didn't even have to punt in those games and uh, the first game in Foxborough is is where Isaiah McKenzie, uh, Steph Diggs, and Josh Allen kind of took the game over. Mac Jones couldn't get it going offensively. The Bills played well defensively and and beat him uh, handily. And then, of course, in the playoff game here in Buffalo, it was in doubt for about a third of one quarter uh, until the end of the first Patriot drive when, you know, Mac Jones tried to hit Nelson Aguilar down the side. I believe it was Nelson Aguilar down the sideline, and Micah Hyde picked it off. The Bills never looked back. Sayonara. Um, they went up 14 nothing, 17 nothing, 26. I mean, it was just – it was they just couldn't stop it. It was a downhill train. Oh, it was so and, fun. And, uh, yeah, the Bills got every single positive yard they could get in the entire game. They never punted, never took a negative down. Never, um, never this kicked is a, different, a field goal. <clears throat> scored touchdowns on every drive. Yeah, it's a different – different – team in this New England Patriots, but overall, it's I, I don't think it's significantly more talented than the one last year, but it's different. So the Bills, it's going to be a different challenge. So we'll see how the Bills can do. If the Bills don't do it to themselves, the Patriots, I don't think, are good enough to do it to them. Yeah. Uh, Mac Jones is coming off of a career game for the Patriots. We know he... Against the Bills has struggled, right? Um, he did beat the Bills in that game where he had what three passing attempts? I he think threw it, it three was times. Threw, threw it three times. Uh, that game still makes me so mad. But on Thanksgiving, they played the Minnesota Vikings. Um, they did lose. Uh, but he completed 72% of his passes for 382 passing yards, usually not a stat. You see next to the name Mac Jones, also threw for two touchdowns, had a 119 passer rating. They're coming off their best performance Coming in off a while. their best performance in a while. He's also improved quite a bit um, from weeks one through nine uh, versus the past couple weeks. Um, they had a bye week 10. Uh, but as he's been getting better, He's also been doing a lot worse against pressure, which is a good thing for the Buffalo Bills because defensive line, as they're getting healthier, getting A.J. Epinesa back, getting Greg Rousseau back, they're able to pressure the quarterback. So maybe this is just what the defense needs to do against Mac Jones uh, as he has been, his stats has been improving in a lot of different ways. Pressure-wise, facing pressure, it's been going down over yeah. the last couple of weeks. I think that's the key to this game. The Bills, for the Bills' offense, it's not turning the football over. Um, for their defense, it's about putting this game in the hands of Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they can get do that. Make the, them one-dimensional. The Bills are, are going to have the upper hand. Take um, away Ramondre, Ramondre Stevenson. Right. They're going to have to. 
see if Mac Jones can beat them. And if he does, if, if they can put this game into the hands of Mac Jones, uh, can he beat them with pressure in his face? And how few guys they have to send to get pressure is a mm -hmm. big key, too. Early in the season, their offensive line was an atrocity. Uh, it's better now. They're starting to play better, as you would expect every team to get a little bit more sound, a little bit more uh, settled in, uh, communicate better, know each other better. Their offensive line plays better together. Uh, and that has helped them a little bit. But early in the season, that was a, it was a real problem. If the Bills can revisit that mm -hmm. for the Patriots – and, of course, the, well, the Bills have been really good about getting – and I said this yesterday. The Bills have been really good on first and second down in these yeah, games. Third. And, the thir and they have trouble getting off the field in third and long. It's been frustrating. I don't have a problem getting in that spot again and seeing if the Patriots, with a little pressure in their face, can, can convert those third and longs. Agreed, agreed. On third down, their ranking in the NFL has just – it's pretty much plummeted over the season uh, this year in the beginning of the year, they weren't giving up those third and longs. I, I don't remember that. But as of late, on third down, uh, they've been allowing teams to – let's see, where is the stat? They've been allowing teams to – hello. I've got a big stats pack here that we prepare for oh, every man. matchup. And I'm lost in, in the stats Bills pack. Defense. All right. Third down, they allow teams to convert 40 – percent of the time good for 18th in the NFL I believe in the first few weeks they were up and they were a top 10 defense um, in terms of their third down defense if I can find this pretty quickly um, but speaking of putting pressure on the quarterback we've got to give a shout out to Ed Oliver for winning oh, yeah. AFC defensive <clears throat> player of the week uh, it's the first time Ed Oliver has, has won that earned that honor um for his performance against the Lions, he was all over the place, had a sack for safety, forced a fumble, recovered a fumble, had a couple tackles for loss, six total tackles, and he played lights out, too, last Thanksgiving. Yeah, he, um, didn't, get the, he didn't get the turkey leg. He didn't get a game ball. You know, I was, I was upset about that. But he did get defensive player of the week in the conference and he deserved it uh the sack force from the tackle for law why why if you why? have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why, why? good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox Fox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex oh <laughs> heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Force fumble that he got, the sack for a safety he got against Goff. Um, just, he was absolute, an absolute monster last week. Um, I hope that did something for him this last week that puts him on a trajectory that he continues this weekend uh, or this week tomorrow against the New England Patriots. Having a dominant three technique like Ed, a guy Mm -hmm. who can penetrate, can run guys down behind the line of scrimmage uh, during the handoff and in the run game is enormous. Uh, He could be a game wrecker here in New England. We'll see if he can continue that, but congratulations to Ed Oliver, Defensive Player of the Week in the American Football Conference of the National Football League. Way to go, League. Ed. Way, Way to go, Ed. Finally, Have somebody giving our guy Ed some love. He, you know? he totally deserves it. Um, back to that third down stat really quickly. It seems like they've been hanging around 40%, 38% most of the season. The first two weeks, um, it was definitely better than that. But kind of as the season has gone on, um, they've been hanging around, letting teams convert around 40% They're tied for 18th downs. in the league in third down conversions, um, which, you know, they you'd like to see them better. You, you want to get off the field. <laughs> But they're fourth in red zone efficiency. They're they, hard to they've score been, touchdowns They've been on. really good in the red and zone. That's, you know, and conversely, the would, Patriots are horrible on offense in the red zone. Would you rather have one over the other? You'd rather have the defense, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, the, red, the Patriots convert 38, almost 39% of their red zone possessions into touchdowns. That's 31st in the National Football League. Yeah, the Patriots aren't great in the red zone. And the Bills' defense is fourth. So, yeah, it's, that's, a, that's a matchup the Bills should win. In retrospect, looking back at, in years past when the Bills have been a top-five defense, they have not been good in the red zone. I know, yeah. So it's just the opposite of the way it has been. Mm-hmm. Um, they are now they're – like, they're like a top – they're a top – they're still a top-five defense, are the Bills. They're fifth in points allowed – Twelfth in yards. Twelfth um, in yards, ninth in yards per play, mm-hmm. seventh in rushing yards a game, ninth in rush yards play. Um, yeah, so they're they're really good. They're still good, really good defense. Uh, but that red zone efficiency has just absolutely flip flopped this year, which has been really good. They're also second in the NFL in interceptions. You'd love that to continue. Yeah, I think I've been proud of this defense in a lot of ways to to hang on to stats like that, um, stats that they've had very high rankings um, 
after the last several years, really since Sean McDermott came to Buffalo and Leslie Frazier came to Buffalo. And this year we've seen a lot younger guys take over some of those snaps. And so you would expect maybe some of those numbers would fall a bit because you have guys who have, play, have played less time in the NFL, are, are a little bit more green than players like Jordan Poyer or Micah Hyde or Tredavious White. Um, but they've, they've held their own with the rookies that have been playing at corner, with the younger guys who have been playing at safety, Jaquan Johnson, DeMar Hamlin. Those numbers are still really, really good in terms of NFL rankings. Um, right. To be up there in interceptions, I know it's just not the secondary doing that, um, but to, to have a pretty high ranking, too, um, with passing touchdowns allowed, your, your top 10 defense in that. Um, yeah, that's the, and that's the thing, too. That some of the other things that, they're, that they are ranked highly, and interceptions, they're second, as we said. They're also tied for second overall in takeaways, which means fumbles and interceptions. Mm-hmm. They've got 20 takeaways, which is tied for second in the league. They're sixth in opponents passer rating against them. They're very good against the passing game overall and they're a top 10 defense in touchdown passes allowed. Yep. So they're really getting it done defensively. Uh Tredavious White coming back, Tremaine Edmonds coming back, AJ Epineza, Greg Rousseau coming back. That's all going to make them better. Taking Von Miller out of the rotation hurts them, no question about it. Mm-hmm. But they're all healthy across the front except for Von. Uh defensively, you got to think with Milano and Edmonds back in the saddle together, they're going to have a nice game. Uh, Taron uh, Johnson, yep. Dane Jackson playing now cornerback two instead of cornerback one if Tredavious White can go f- the full distance, which don't know if he'll go the whole game, but you'd think his snap count would expand a little. Uh, give you a, maybe a half, I don't know. If he gave you 16 plays against the Detroit Lions, maybe he gives you – 25 or 30 plays mm-hmm. against the, the Patriots. Um, maybe he gets a pick. Who knows? Any of that stuff, uh, it, you're getting better on that side of the ball on a, on a defense that's already playing at a high level and has been doing so, uh, I keep saying this, no pun intended, but hamstrung by injuries. Yeah. Uh, they've really been injury prone on that side of the ball, and now they're getting pretty much healthy with the exception of Vaughn. Um, you really got to feel good going forward. And we're There's at that we're at that time of the year. A lot year. of football to go, though. A lot of football to go. It's week thirteen. There is one, two, three, four, five, six games left left for this team in the regular season. We're around the time right now where you want to start playing your best football. Yeah. You want to start. You you these, do not want to see any drop off. Really these big. next three weeks are huge. You've got the Bengals and the Patriots to finish off the regular season. A couple of these games could get flexed. I would imagine some of these games are going to be played in the nighttime window just because of the opponents and because of what could be um, at stake for this team. You've got the Dolphins. That's a game that could be flexed week eight, week 15, and then the Patriots week 18. I said this when I was on earlier this week. I think the division is probably going to come down to the last couple games just yeah. because of the way the Bills have started in the division and the way that other teams have played in the division thus far. The Bills still have four games against AFC East opponents. The Dolphins and the Patriots have three, and the Jets have two games left in the division. So, much more to come. We've got Mike Reese coming on the show at 2 o'clock. He's an ESPN NFL Nation reporter for the Patriots. So we're going to kind of get his pulse on the Patriots in this game ahead for both of these teams. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll dip into the tweet sheet. Stick with us here on One Bills Live. We are presented by Collida Health on Buffalo Bills Radio. 
Welcome back into One Bills Live. Maddie Glab here filling in for Chris Brown alongside Steve Tasker. We've got a Twitter question for you guys today. Uh, you can call us at 803-0550 or tweet at us. What are your keys to a Bills victory over the Patriots? Tomorrow we've got several that we're going to go to here in a second. But first, we've got a caller hanging on the line. Jim, Jim in Lancaster is going to join us now. Jim, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Listen, I've got uh, two things. The first one is put a roof on that stadium. I watched uh, our kicker kick six field goals in that Detroit Dome. It was nice. No wind, <laughs> no snow, no rain. What What are we waiting for, man? I mean, it's just crazy. We defeat ourselves that way. Number two, um, Odell Beckham. What do you guys think? Pick him up? Don't pick him up? You think Bean's ready to sign him? Is money going to be a problem? And, Steve, do you think we need him on our team? Well, uh, Jim, I, here's what I think about OBJ. Good players make you better. And he's a really good player. Uh, the question is, the question is, I mean, it's like everything. Can you afford him? Are you willing to invest in him, what he's demanding, and what other teams will get him? Is the, is the package that you can offer Odell unique enough and lucrative enough for him to take it? Certainly, you know this. If he comes up here, signs here as a Buffalo Bill, he's going to love it. We're going to love him. He's going to love the team. The team's going to love him. They're going to treat him like a million, like, like a, a, a human being. They're going to love him, and he's going to love them back. Odell is going to love it in Buffalo because everybody does. Let's face it. You can say what you want. You can laugh at that. I know there's people <laughs> that don't live here laugh at it. If you come to Buffalo and play here for this fr- fr- franchise, particularly at this point in history, you are going to love being a Buffalo Bill. You'll love it, every bit of it. And he's going to be on a great team. He's going to have a role on this team that's going to – he's going to have a chance to win a championship. So all of that stuff is in the mix. Uh, Now, what's it going to cost for the Bills? That's the big question. I don't know what the – I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if – and I I think – I mean, sure. I mean, I'm sure that the Bills have an idea of what a ballpark figure is and what their ceiling is. Listen, we can't go beyond this, this, and this. Or here's what we're thinking are the parameters. It may not be a money issue at all. It might be a length of contract issue. Or it might be a, which it kind of amounts to the same thing, if, if you know what I'm saying. But, you know, no long-term commitment. Or it may be something else. I don't know. Uh, but if they bring Odell Beckham in and he can play the way he has played recently, in the recent past, yes, the Bills can use him. He's good. You're always better with better players on your team. Odell Beckham Jr. is a really good football player. I, I wouldn't say he's like right now he couldn't match Steph Diggs for production because of the knowledge and familiarity he has with Josh, uh, with you know the way he can the versatility he has within the offense and how long it would take OBJ to get acclimated. But he is certainly fit, more physically gifted than anybody on the roster at the top of the roster. Like he's as physically gifted as Steph is physically gifted as Gabe Davis uh, with different gifts, but that same high level, he's probably better than Khalil Uh, at his peak. He was as fast as Isaiah McKenzie. He's bigger. Um, You know? Yeah. If you sign OBJ, you get better. There's no question about it. you got to get your mind around that. The guy can really play. And I'll say this, too. 
everybody has their own preconceived notions about him and all the stuff that's been said when he was in New York and they were all living in a fishbowl and everything, everything he did, even in his off time, was scrutinized. His teammates who have played with him love the guy. That's all you need to know. They know him. And they played with him. They live with him in the locker room. They know him when he's off the camera, when he's alone, when he's around at people. They know him off camera. They know him privately. And they like him. That's all you need to know about the kind of person he is. It diversifies your offense, the addition of OBJ. It's one more person defenses have to worry about. It's it's somebody that you want to double cover because of what he can do on the offense, because of what type of problem he is when he's on the field. And Von Miller on his Voncast, another thing he said, he addressed his injury, but he also talked about OBJ. And he said, I think once OBJ gets here, he's not going to want to leave. He said that it's not over till it's over. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. We'll see um, if he loves Buffalo. I know all of us are have some bias toward Buffalo because we love it so much here. Um, and we know our players love it here as well. Um, so definitely something to monitor, something to follow um, as he starts to make his way around the NFL with his visits. Uh, we want to get into our tweet sheet presented by Corgan Moving Systems, the official equipment moving systems of the Buffalo Bills. And our Twitter question, keys to a Bills victory over the Patriots tomorrow. What are your keys? What has to happen? What do the Bills need to do to give the Patriots that big L that we all want to see? Number one for Mel, please, on everything that is good and holy, do not turn the ball over. (laughs) Mel, that's a great answer, girl. I'm with you, Mel. Girl or guy, whoever it is. That's great. Um, turnovers for the Bills on offense have been a problem this season, have been a problem problem as of late. Um, they are unfortunately ranked last in the NFL in terms of uh, turnover per drive percentage, 16.4%. 32nd in the league. Yeah, if you take that Not off a the, stat you want to have. If you take that off the stat sheet, the Bills are, you know, they're an undefeated football team, mm-hmm. but they count. And part of the reason, and I, and I heard this on some of the other interviews on WGR over the course of the last couple of days, yeah, Josh has turned it over too much, and particularly in the red zone. Um, we've lost fumbles, that kind of thing. But with a quarterback like the one the Bills have, yeah, you live with it. It just comes with You live the, with it because yeah. for every one of those plays, there's four that go your way, mm-hmm. uh, particularly in this day and age. Oh, oh, more than two uh, other plays go your way that are difference makers. So Josh is going to make more plays than he, than he blunders. Uh, he's going to throw more touchdowns than picks. And he's, he's going to run for first downs. And uh, he's going to try and trust his arm a little bit. Um, so I, I think you kind of live with those and trust Josh to – get into a place where he can relax a little bit and not force it as often as he does, mm-hmm. take the shots that are there, and keep the ball out of harm's way. But, yeah, if the, if the Bills don't turn it over and can still play th- full-throttle football, yeah, they're a force to be reckoned with. Josh has 23 passing touchdowns, two 11 interceptions, and, and I completely agree with you. You don't want to put Josh in, in too much of a harness or or pull him back too much to the point where, where he's not doing what makes him one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, he's got to take what the defense gives him. That's one thing that 
I saw on Twitter a couple weeks ago, it was Jalen Ramsey talking about how the Bills beat the Rams in that first game of the NFL season. And Jalen said, usually you don't see a quarterback do such a good job of just taking what the defense gives you. And that's what they did, and that's how it opened their offense, and that's yeah. how they really started to get going. You can start it. You talk about a defense that plays so sound and solid that the offense gets frustrated and that. Well, when an offense is patient and, they, and you can't get them off the field and they take this little – they're going to take the little thing, chunk this plays, little chunk, this and then they're going to move little up. Chunk, this little chunk, and then the and the defense then gets the big frustrated. Plays open. Yeah, the defense starts trying to do things to get you off the field, and that leaves them vulnerable. So, um, patience is a virtue, particularly for Josh. And I know that we're probably going to get a lot of tweets about you know turnovers and and how Josh plays. All right, Scottish Bills Mafia says something similar to what we've just been talking about. Keys to a Bills victory over the Patriots. No Josh Ball heroics on offense. Play smart defense, stop the run and force Noodle Arm into pressure passes. I, don't, I think I know who he's talking about. It's so bad. <clears throat> yeah, Bills fans, you know, I think after what they went through with the Patriots franchise for so long. Take, I think there's a there's a good case. <laughs> Do you know what Schauden? I think it's called Schadenfreude. Um, taking great know, pleasure Steve. in other people's misfortune, misery. Uh, Bills fans do that with Patriots fans better than yeah. anybody. And Schadenfreude, I think, is the name of it. And when you say noodle arm to the Patriots team uh, about their quarterback and Mac Jones isn't as physically gifted as our guy uh bills fans just absolutely love doing that in this day and age don't you think oh a hundred percent because the bills have had the patriots number over the last couple of years um yeah sean mcdermott started zero and six against bill belichick for the 17 18 and 19 now in the last two years he's he's three and one against him mm-hmm. um with the wins with the win game being the one loss uh, so it's started to even out on that ledger, but they've still got a ways to go. And uh, it's – I think this is going to be a, a good football game, a really good football game. I think the Patriots are starting to get it together a little bit. I still don't think if the Bills – if they can't force Bills' mistakes, I still think the Patriots really struggle to beat this team. Yeah. But that's what they do well. Mm-hmm. Stop stop the run. They're going to have to do that. I think it's just stop Ramondre Stevenson overall. He he leads the Patriots in uh, catches as well. Leads the team in rushing yards. Leads the team with, with 50 catches. So he's somebody that you're going to want to shut down right away. Uh, make this team a lot more one-dimensional uh, without him playing like he plays. Uh, he's got over 1,000 scrimmage yards so far this season. Um, averages just under five rushing yards per attempt is right around four and a half. And the Bills have done a decent job stopping the run the last couple of games. Uh, It's been really nice to see because for a second there, uh, they were allowing running backs to to kind of run all over the defense where they started the year as as the best run defense in the NFL and kind of went away from that. Um, And then you saw some of those running backs get some really explosive plays, which kind of ran up that number in terms of the rushing yards that they were allowing. But the last couple games, they've definitely gotten better. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson is going to be another person that you're going to want to stop. You're going to want to keep that rushing number low uh, for the Patriots. Let's go to our third 
answer from our Twitter question. Keys to a Bill's victory over the Patriots. Jeremy says, feeding the Patriots some of their own medicine. Take away a strong defense and run game and exploit their weaknesses and don't let up off the throttle. That was the recipe the last two times these teams have met. I am all in the camp of score early and score often. (laughs) The Bills haven't scored on their first drive of the game the last couple of games. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head the last time they scored on their first drive. I know the last two games they have not done that. And I want this offense to go out there and, and have that first drive that, that they have rehearsed and know a couple of the plays that they're going to do uh, once they get on the field and, and put seven on the scoreboard right away. I think that's another big thing for this game is you got you got to get up early. You got to put points on the scoreboard early. You don't want to be down against this team who yeah. has a good defense. Yeah, that I, I would agree. You get off to a fast start, and it'll mm-hmm. make them panic perhaps a little bit, make them press a little bit, make them change their plan or approach a little bit. Uh, certainly, if you can find a matchup that you like, exploit it. They're going to do the same to you. I think Matt Judon brings something to this game. Uh, for instance, uh, if you're going to beat their defense, it starts up front with Judon in the passing game. Um, with Deion Dawkins out, you know Matt Judon is going to be lined up outside your left tackle, whoever that might be, whether mm-hmm. it's Questenberry or, well, it'll be Questenberry. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you got to give him some help and keep Matthew Judon from wrecking the game with a pass rush. Uh, if you can do that and run the ball as well. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this is tony kornheiser show i'm tony we expected someone else so what exactly is the show about hmm i don't know it's a sports show nominally football's over but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck greatest three words in the english language pitchers and catchers We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) 9 over 8. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Effectively, um, not a ton, but effectively, you give yourself a chance to, to... Give them something that they maybe take away something that they may maybe were counting on, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's really important. 
Yeah. We're going to take a couple minutes off here. When we come back, we've got a couple callers hanging on the line. Don't forget, we've got Mike Reese coming up at 2 o'clock to talk about this Bills and Patriots matchup tomorrow night. Don't go anywhere here. We're One Bills Live, presented by Clyde Health on Buffalo Bills Radio. Want to join Josh on Kyle Brandt's basement? Through the month of November, fans who purchase Bills Mafia sauces or rubs at Wegmans with their Shoppers Club membership will be entered to join Josh on Kyle's podcast in December. And don't forget, proceeds from Bill's Mafia sauces and rubs go directly to the Patricia Allen Fund at Oshai Children's Hospital. Other news and notes for the Buffalo Bills. Unfortunately, one of Buffalo's longest-tenured AFL players, Al B. Miller, passed away on yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, Al um, was a fixture. He was known by a couple of different generations of mm-hmm. Bills fans, Maddie, and Bills players. He was the center for Jack Kemp uh, for the 1965 AFL championship team. Um, and that was the, he was a you know player for those championship years and for fans who were fans of the team then. Then for fans of the teams in my era, the 90s, he was also on the sidelines with us then. He's a guy that used to stand next to Marv, and he was Marv's security detail That's on the so sidelines cool. for us. Mm-hmm. So we all, all us younger guys, we were younger then, the young guys knew Al back in the day when he was, you know, as a player, um, he was one of the guys with us on the sidelines when we were headed to the Super Bowl for, for four straight years. Al was a, he was also a big into uh, high school and collegiate wrestling in this area. Um, Al was a member of the Bills family, and we lost him uh, today, this morning. And uh, our condolences to his family mm-hmm. uh, and all those who knew and loved him so much. We're going to miss him. Uh, he was a fixture here in Buffalo. Um, a Buffalo Bill legend for decades. Uh, he passed away today at the age of 84. Al, uh, we're going to miss you. And uh, to his family and everything, thank you so much for sharing him with us. Yeah, tough when one of the greats passes away. And I think it's so cool that he was a part of multiple different teams and in different yes, ways. Absolutely. Played for the Bills from 1961 to 1969, was on those championship teams, was a center for this team, meant a lot to the organization and, and to to players like you even when he was around on the sidelines yeah. I, I think that's so cool when you've got a player and and they have played they're now former players yeah. and they it's just unique. stick around and you get a, you sense it in this building too mm-hmm. where uh players and coaches and they get to know more than just the players and coaches they know the secretaries and the guys you know yeah. the guys who are sweeping up and the guys who are mowing the grass and the guys who are ushers at the stadium, the security guys, you know, we kind of, you know, kind of all get their arms around each other. And Al was one of those guys for us. And obviously he was a great player for the team for nine years. Uh, but he was also, you know, in some of the most unbelievably awesome moments in Bill's history, yeah. he was standing next to Marv Definitely. at the end of games, helping him off the field. Um, and he was on the field a ton with us. So we, we you know, we were – yeah, we were high-fiving him as much as we were high-fiving <laughs> each other. So a guy who saw a lot firsthand, experienced it firsthand, and right there in the midst of it um, for a couple of generations of Bills fans and Bills players. So uh, it's a, that's a guy who's a, that's a big name in Bills alumni mm-hmm. who passed for us today. So sorry to say it. Sorry yeah. to hear it. And condolences and well wishes to his family. Before we take a break, we're going to go back to our phone lines. We've got DJ in Hamburg who's been hanging around. DJ, what's up? You're on with us on One Bills Live. 
Hello, DJ. Are you with us? Hello, DJ. Yeah, how you doing? Good, uh, how are you? And, uh, Steve. Uh, for your question, I say defense, defense, defense. If they do their job, right, I, I think Josh will put up enough points to beat the Patriots, okay? I do have a question, though. Uh, see what your perspective is of it. Uh, I think our huddle is, uh, to me, it seems like it's a little loose. It's not tight enough. And you could see Josh uh, calling out the place off his uh, play, play sheet on his arm, and I'm just curious if the, if that's a problem or not, especially when you're going to New England. Maybe they're up in the upper decks with binoculars trying to read some of the plays that he might be calling. Are yeah, DJ, I hear you. Um, yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, I don't know that they got – players are going to be doing it on the field, and your own players – are just as sensitive to giving that stuff away as we are to maybe having somebody steal it. So if you think as a player, and you're looking around, you're, your antenna are always up as a player. You know this too, Matt. You, you sense when the other team is sensing you're you know, getting out ahead of you. Uh-huh. So if, they thought, if the players thought it was a problem, they would bring it up to the coaching staff and they'd make a change. So if the guys on the field are okay with the way Josh is calling the plays and the fact that those, they're not getting any – inkling that the other team has any idea what they're saying um, or can hear it or understand it, yeah. But also, you're right, the Patriots have always been accused of doing stuff like that, stealing signals, filming defensive signals, filming walkthroughs of their opponents in neutral sites. I mean, so yeah, your antenna are up and the team is always on, the, on guard to make sure their locker room is secure that nobody's going in there that doesn't isn't supposed to be in there, um, all of that kind of stuff. It's, it's yeah, it's one of those places where back in my day it was the Raiders, and we you know the, we used to think that the the Oakland Raiders and Al Davis and those guys had spies in every city, and that you know you had to close <laughs> your practices when you're on Raiders Week and that kind of stuff. Uh, it's a common thing, but yes, um, I'm sure that is monitored constantly by the club all the stuff you were talking about yeah keep it tight on patriots week on on whatever week it's amazing that there's teams out there that just feel like they they need to cheat to be equal with some other yeah, people and, it, and uh, yeah <laughs> yeah all righty we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to have mike reese on with us he is an espn nfl nation patriots reporter has been covering the patriots since 1997 he knows the ins and outs of this team and he's going to tell us all about it when we return here on one bills live we're presented by collide help this is buffalo bills radio old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived spring spring is here which means it's the perfect time to get away in the hyundai you've always wanted visit the hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. 
Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.